ourselves. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love problem ladies and gentlemen is that LA and Hollywood LA and Hollywood are basically the new Sodom and Gomorrah unfortunately ladies and gentlemen it was never about science it was never about keeping people safe it was all about control power money brainwashing and indoctrination and I'll say I've said it before and I'll say it again when it comes to our ki- uh, our children, hey, teacher, leave, kids alone. leave those kids alone. This is, folks, it is very hard to brainwash and indoctrinate somebody who's 40, 50, 60 years old. 
it is very easy to brainwash and indoctrinate a child, a toddler, all the way up until about 25 years old. And that is the demographic in which the globalists, the leftists, the communists, that is the demographic that they're going after. Remember when this all started? Children, 98.9 whatever percent chance of survival. Those are the last group of people on this planet that we need to worry about when it comes to coronavirus. Now, it seems like they're the only people that are being targeted. Not adults so much, no, but your little child. Rules for them are different than rules for you. Matter of fact, rules for you, no rules for them. My question is, how much longer is Canada and how much longer is the United States of America going to allow this to happen? One way or another, this will stop. And if it, if it comes to the W word in order to get there, then we will all gladly stand and do that. Just like those people who are being arrested in Canada right now, none of them care. I'm doing this for a reason. Lock me up, whatever. The Lord will take care of me. And in the end, we all know God will win. Thank you, Deb. God bless you. I appreciate that uh, very early this morning. God bless you, and God bless Pennsylvania. Folks, if you could please do me the uh, the, the favor, 1,000 shares. That's what we're looking at. Big shout-out to Rumble. Big shout-out to Getter. Big shout-out to Roku. Big shout-out to Firestick. And you are locked and loaded right here, live from America. And I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Coming to you from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it's a blessing to be able to do this job for you every single day of the week. Uh, folks, I'm a little under the weather. Started off when I got uh, when I came back on Tuesday. Thought that I lost my voice because I uh, went 100 miles an hour on that first show back. Uh, come to find out everybody in the family and everybody around has, has uh, the flu. Regular flu, not COVID this time. Um, so I'm a little under the weather. Uh, but you know what? Uh, please pray for me and uh, that I get that, that heavenly stamina and that heavenly energy uh, and passion to push forward because it's going to be a long day today, two shows, and a father-daughter dance with three daughters tonight. So my night's going to be long, so I hope you're ready because who knows how the night show will end up going. Uh, folks, I want to uh, pray for Victoria as well, uh, Victoria who watches Live from America on Rumble like to pray for her. Um, she's had a death in the family. And this kind of stuff is never easy, especially with everything else going on in the world. It's not like you can give 100% focus on mourning because you have to give other focus elsewhere for your kids, for their school, for inflation, for paying bills. It's not an easy time right now. So when that kind of stuff happens, it makes it twice as hard. And I just like to ask for prayers. Uh, for, for Victoria. Um, Jeremy, did you see Meta's manager? Yes, we're going to be talking about that today. You look amazing for having the flu. That's because I'm all hopped up on DayQuil. <laughs> and, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus. It's amazing when you ask Jesus to just come and just give you what you need in order to do what you got to do. A smile goes on the face. You strap on that armor of God and you move forward. And you move forward. 
Let's do some live shout-outs real quick. Uh, let's go over to uh, – let's do Rumble first, as we always do. I think Rumble is uh, – Rumble's our home, and that's where we should start. And then after Rumble, we'll go back to uh, together. But I'd like to, again, say thank you to Victoria for always being here. Thank you Vic- to Victoria as well for having uh, hard conversations with me once in a while. I think it's great. Uh, Doe Brynan, God bless you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Carla Reynolds, how are you? How's the family? How's the husband? How's the kids? I hope everything is well. Love you very much and often think of you guys. Christine from the show me state of Missouri. How you doing, my friend? Chris Edwards from Florida. Good morning, Jeremy. Good morning to you, too. Somebody says Roku is not working. I did see that. I apologize. Don't know what it is, but we'll get it figured out. Love you. Thank you very much. Um, Jeremy, blocked on Facebook scroll too fast. Yeah, I know. Isn't that funny? Can't speak too quick. (laughs) Thank you very much. Rosebud, how you doing? Alabama is in the house. Roku is not working. Yes, got that already. Thank you very much. Um... Brad Burgess, how you doing? Thank you for joining in today. Sheila from Florida. Sherry from Texas. God bless and thank you very much. And one more here on uh, Rumble. Let's give it to Janarella. I've never heard that name before in my entire life. I actually love that. Janarella, God bless you and thank you for joining in. Let's jump over to Getter real quick. Vicky, how are you doing? Good to see you. Matt, hello. Benny Clow, how you doing? Diane, thank you very much. Lee's Designs, Rebecca Lee is in the building. How you doing, Rebecca? Good to see you. Moved from Rumble to Getter, loving it here. Praying for you and your family. Well, thank you very much. I pray for you every single morning. I love it very much that we are all so close. We've got Trump1PA is in the building. How you doing? We, of course, we've got Barb from Kind Embroidery. I love you very much, Barb. Thank you very much for all of your help and all of your work lately. Keith Day, how you doing? He says, California needs holy water. Yes, they do, and they need Jesus very much. And let's give one more shout-out to Holly from RMA Apparel, who just sent me a text message this morning and said that she is now being censored. Her business is now being censored by Google because of her affiliation and support for Donald Trump. Folks, if you think that what is happening up in Georgia is not moving its way down here, you're sadly mistaken. And not only that, folks, it's going to come here worse. When this trucking convoy, again, I still don't agree the fact that it's going to Washington, D.C. I don't think it's going to do much there. I'd much rather go to Joe Biden's house right in Delaware. That'll cause some problems. That'll cause Delaware to shut down or the border. But again, once this trucking convoy with all of the other uh, professionals from different uh, professions, once they all join in, folks, it's going to get bad. It's going to get bad. So, yesterday, I posted a, um, how you doing, Jeffrey? Good to see you, my friend. Yesterday, I posted a, uh, uh, a little meme on Instagram for PatriotFoods.com. And, of course, you guys already know if you go to PatriotFoods.com and use my promo code, you get a discount. Money goes to vets. Anything over 100 bucks is free shipping, which I definitely suggest doing because shipping is incredibly uh, expensive these days. However, you think the shelves are bare now? Just give it a month. Give it a month. So if I were you, I would work very hard to either stock up on stuff now or have a place to go when those things do get tough. Like my pillow or uh, my, my, Mike Lindell's My Store. You'll be able to get things from there. Um, you'll be able to get the, uh, food and produce and vegetables and everything else through PatriotFoods.com. Why? 
because these people make their stuff right here. There's not going to be a supply chain issue. There's not going to be a supply chain issue. And even though the truckers are doing this convoy, I very highly doubt that the post office, the UPS, FedEx, and those guys are going to do it. I wish they would, but I very highly doubt that they're going to get involved, especially not the post office, right? So make sure that you have your ducks in a row, your T's crossed, and your I's dotted as we move into standing up, putting our shoulders back and our chest out for this country, and doing the same thing here that they're doing up in Canada. Because it's going to get rough, and we expect it to get rough, and you know what? We need it to get rough. We don't want it to get rough, but we need it to get rough in order to take a stand. All right? Let's go to the Lord, ladies and gentlemen, because we need him um, over everything else, over Patriot Foods, over food even. We need the Lord. And today, I titled the verse of the day, nothing in capital letters can separate us from God's love. Absolutely nothing can separate us from God's love. I wrote, hello and happy Friday. I'm a little under the weather today and have a father-daughter dance to attend with the with three girls. So I need heavenly stamina, energy, uh, and your prayers to make it through the day, and I would really appreciate that. Verse of the day is Romans 8, 38 and 39. Says this, And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God That is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Now, isn't that refreshing? Not only refreshing, but isn't that warming? And doesn't that warm your heart? And doesn't that make you feel a little bit better about what we're about ready to go through? Nothing can separate you from God's love, and it's the only love that matters. As you go through this day, I want you to find all the treasures that God has placed along the way for you. Just say to yourself this, I know that you, God, lovingly go before me and plant little pleasures to brighten my day. I'll look carefully for those blessings and pluck them one by one. Then when I reach the end of the day, I will have gathered a lovely bouquet and I will offer it up to you, Lord, with gratitude in my heart. As you lie down to sleep, as I lie down to sleep, ladies and gentlemen, and as you lie down to sleep tonight, Lord, please help me relax in your presence and receive your peace with thankful thoughts playing a lullaby in my mind. In your royal and holy name we pray, amen. I really love that whole uh, piece about the Lord is planting little blessings for you throughout the day. And it's your job to go and pick up those little blessings and at the end of the day, have a full bouquet of God's love and present it back to him. What an amazing uh, image. What an amazing thought uh, that happens every single day. And all we have to do is just embrace it, folks. That's all we have to do. So please, if you have not shared the video yet, please do that. The strongest and best way to do that is sharing directly to your messengers. 
And ladies and gentlemen, if you have not liked or rumbled the video, I would very much appreciate that. We are now sitting on Rumble at over a half a million rumbles on this page. So I appreciate it. Please remove your hats. Let's go to the Lord. Let's pray for healing. Let's pray for, pray for restoration. Let's pray for health. Let's pray for happiness. And above all, let's pray for joy as we say the Lord's Prayer together. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, only with Christ can you have the flu <laughs> and keep a smile on your face. And it's the greatest thing in the world. I know my body's about ready to give out at any moment. I know I am physically weak right now beyond all measures, but I am spiritually stronger than I've ever been. And I never rely on my flesh and bones for my heavenly wisdom, courage, stamina, energy, uh, determination, anything. I rely completely spiritually on that. And it's truly a great thing when you can sit here like I am today with a smile on your face. Maybe I'm delirious. Maybe that's what is going on. Maybe I'm delirious. Maybe I'm not even live right now when I think I'm live. That would be something, wouldn't it? <laughs> anyway, here we go, folks. Put your cups up. It's time for the first slurp of the day. And this is the gas for the show. So let's, here we go. Caterlin says, you should stay home if you're sick. I can't do that to all of you guys. I can't do that to all of you guys. Ah, here we go. First and foremost, we've been talking about these faulty COVID-19 PCR tests for a long, long time. Now, before I go any further, okay, before I go any further, let me just tell you that right now is the time that you need to get this video to somebody. I'm about to expose something about these PCR tests that nobody's really even talking about. Few people have talked about it here and there, but this is a very important part of the show, if not the most important part of today's show. Okay, so you really, 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 really want to get this out to people, especially people out there who are um, bringing these tests into their homes, getting these tests from school and ordering these tests online from the government. This is a very important part of the show. For a long time, we've been talking about the faultiness of these PCR tests. And we've even seen live videos. I've showed them here on the show and I get them sent to me every single week of people pouring milk on these PCR tests, water on these PCR tests, Mountain Dew on these PCR tests, and every single time they are coming back COVID positive. That is impossible to have happen. And we know that the legitimacy of this is actually real because these people are opening the PCR tests right in front of the camera live. I've seen them open them up out of little um, plastic, uh, plastic wrappers, and I've seen them open them up uh, for the very first time out of boxes. And every single time, they're, pour they're pouring just regular milk, like I said, milk, Mountain Dew, and water, and these PCR tests are coming back positive. That part we already know. That part we already know. 
We also know that a majority of these PCR tests, at least for the first year and eight months, were coming from China, the same exact place that the Wuhan virus was coming from. Okay? And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's the second reason that we really need to continue to focus on these PCR tests and stay as far away from them as possible. Because all of these tests that they've been trying to shove down your throat for the last two years, get tested, get tested, get tested. Remember when President Donald Trump said you need to stop the testing and the mainstream media just went into a frenzy because they said, how dare you? How dare you not want to get ahead of this and you want, and want to get people tested? President Donald Trump said, you want to get away from COVID? Stop testing. There was a reason for that. I only wish Donald Trump would have said this a lot sooner. And I'm not talking about the false positives. No, ladies and gentlemen. There's a reason they want to give you these faulty tests on taxpayers' dime. And there's a reason they want everybody in the world to have one, two, three, four, five tests a week. That's why this whole get vaccinated or test weekly thing was a thing. Because they knew that these people were going to test positive. And, ladies and gentlemen, the second reason is it's a massive, massive, actually the largest DNA collection in history. That is what these PCR tests have actually been doing. It has been an attempt. It has been a campaign. It has been a strategic, calculated plan to collect the largest data, uh, the largest human DNA data uh, collection in history with zero consent. CDC, remember that COVID-19 nose swab test you took? What happened to the swab? If it was processed with a PCR test, there is a uh, chance that it ended up in a lab for genomic sequencing analysis. Learn more about the process and its importance at cdc.gov. CDC put this out. Not somebody who... Think, who believes that they're just right-wing or not somebody who hates COVID so much and hates Fauci so much they decided to drum up something. No, this was actually posted yesterday. And they're talking about those tests being not only, uh, not only uh, wondering where the nose swabs went, but actually those nose swabs ended up being processed with the PCR tests and they collected your human DNA, ladies and gentlemen. So Dr. Stanton Hom posted largest collection of human data in history with no consent. Figures, anyone else not done a single test yet? So all the people who were labeled conspiracy theorists for stating that the real reason for the PCR tests were being used was so that the government and testing labs could collect our DNA. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now been vindicated because they were not conspiracy theories. They never were. And ladies and gentlemen, the fun fact here, Bill Gates and George Soros bought a testing facility. Bought a testing facility. And I am sure, folks, that they have the best intentions and, of course, would never, ever, ever do anything nefarious with the data that they've collected. So here we have false positive tests that have been literally keeping this thing going forever and ever and ever, lying about how fast Delta and Omicron are actually spreading, even though there's really no such variants. And they're getting everybody to do these tests because their work is forcing them to, because their state is forcing them to, because the government is forcing them to. And really what's happening is they've been just collecting human DNA data with zero consent. 
It is a disgusting move, and more and more people need to start talking about this. I've not heard Fox News talk about this. I've not heard any of these mainstream, fake news, large media corporations talk about this. And whether they're part of the system or whether they're not, they better get their butts in gear and start talking about this. Stop testing. Donald Trump, again, told you a year and a half ago, stop testing. Now, I wish he would have come out and said why he said stop testing, but he never really did. He just said stop testing and the numbers will go up. That's pretty much where he left it. How about this, Mr. Trump? I love you, but how about being a little bit more articulate with what the swamp and what these bad characters and actors are actually doing? Because you obviously knew. You obviously knew. President Donald Trump should have come out and said, here's the reason why you have to stop testing. Number one, Bill Gates and George Soros bought a testing facility. There you go. There's your first reason and should be your only reason. Number two, every one of these tests are faulty. He knew that. We knew that. He never really said that. He just said, stop testing so the numbers stop going up. Let people live with it. And he was right. He was right. But he should have come out and said why and explained it in layman's terms to the American public. And the third and probably most important reason right there is the data collection, folks. The data collection. So the CDC tweeted this. If you go to CDC, somebody asked where they can find this. If you go to the CDC one day ago, they said, remember that COVID-19 nose swab you took? What happened to the swab? If it was processed with a PCR test, there's a 10% chance that it ended up in a lab for genomic sequencing analysis. Learn more about the process, and it's important at blah, 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 dot, whatever. So that's where you can find that yourselves. Long story short, I just wish President Trump would have been a little bit more forthcoming about why he wanted us to stop doing so much testing. Long story short, he knew, we knew, we all knew, now everybody knows, and we need to make sure that the people who don't know, do know. Just like that whole Ancestry.com, remember that? Remember when everybody was like, ooh, I need to send in my blood sample to Ancestry.com so I can find out what I'm made of. I can tell you what you're made of. You're made of Everything that God put in you, and that's all you need to know. Oh, I am 14% this. I am 16% that. I am 32% that. Guess what? You're 100% human. So there's no sense in sending your DNA to some crazy third-party company to tell you what you're all made of because they collected your data too. They collected your DNA as well. So you have voluntarily, uh, voluntary submissions of data because somebody just wants to be part of everything else and say... I know what I'm made of. And you have non-voluntary submissions of your DNA through PCR tests because they're making you take them. They are doing this also when doing regular pap tests, says Jerry11, with no consent. It's called an HPV DNA test. You're right. I heard about that as well. Heard about that as well. So let's move on, folks. I just wanted to bring that out for you so that you could... uh, You could have a little bit of a reference to go to, which was the CDC themselves, and you can take that and you can give that to friends and family members or whoever else that it is that needs to understand what's really happening here. Now, it's time for rhino hunting, folks, here on Live from America. One thing that we love to do, and that is rhino hunting. And unfortunately, folks, we have a lot of rhinos in our party that we need to hunt and remove. Senate rhino, Mitch not Mitch, excuse me, Mom Jeans, Mitt Romney, Jim Inhofe, Lindsey Graham, and Richard Burr were no-shows for a vote 
defunding Biden's mandates, leaving the mandate in place because they did not show up. You really don't have a political party. You really don't have a Republican form of government, as it says in the Constitution, when a certain percentage of your leaders are on the other side. They're called the uniparty rhinos, folks. When your party is full of American haters and those who side with the Democrats, you really don't have a party. You just don't. GOP Senators Mom Jeans, Mitt Romney, Jim Inhofe, Lindsey Graham, and Richard Burr all did not show up for a vote on an amendment to defund Joe Biden's vaccine mandates. Them not showing up killed the amendment. So this also gave Democrats an excuse that the opposition uh, to, uh, to not defunding them was bipartisan. This was in reference to a report at Breitbart on a recent vote in the United States Senate. The Senate voted on Senator Mike Lee's Utah uh, from Utah amendment to the continuing resolution CR, which would defund Biden's remaining vaccine mandates. The measure failed 46 to 47 with again, Senator Mitt Romney Inhofe, Graham and Richard Burr failing to show up depriving Senate Republicans of a potential majority to pass the amendment to the CR continuing resolution. Senate majority leader Chuck Schumer set the vote threshold to a majority and it remains possible that he could have set the threshold to 60 if Republicans had enough votes to pass with a majority. However, Democrats broke and voted to defund Biden's private employer mandate uh, the last time they voted on vaccine mandates. This could have put more pressure on the Democrats to support the defunding of Biden's vaccine mandates. Now, Representative Chip Roy shared on his Twitter Missing Republicans keep vax mandates alive, called them all out, and said no excuses. They should all be shamed now, and every Senate GOP should be held accountable for voting to fund this government. Watch, the count, uh, watch count the votes, then act. I love Representative Chip Roy. I think he's amazing. But ladies and gentlemen, he's right. He is 100% right. And so we're going to go ahead... Give each one of those Senate, Dem- uh, Senate Senate Republicans the Dum Dum Award for not showing up. Every one of them should be called. I'm not going to call them today because I'm just going to be everything I can do just to get through the show. As you can tell, the congestion is there. But if you live in one of their states, if you live in North Carolina, Oklahoma, South Carolina, or Utah, you should be calling your senators and you should be laying down that patriotic hammer on them. If you agree, please, ladies and gentlemen, make it a point to call them today. And tomorrow, if you have to. And also, ladies and gentlemen, please continue to share the video and get these numbers up. It would be appreciated. Now, I want to play a video for you that has been scrubbed from the Internet everywhere you look. Whether it's YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or any of, the, any of these other loser platforms where the bottom is falling out faster than CNN. Those of us who have this video uh, saved need to continue to keep sharing this next video that I'm about to show you because it's actually a video of Tony the Rat Face Fauci. Let me bring it up here. Now, it's going to be hard to hear, but it's, it's a video of Tony the Rat Face Fauci talking about how long it takes to get a vaccine ready and not only how long it takes to get a vaccine ready, but when you do a vaccine that fast, majority of the time, The vaccine does more harm than good. 
Now, this video, you might have seen it before, but folks, remember, you need to save and share this video daily. If not daily, then definitely weekly, okay? I'm going to turn the volume up here so you guys can all hear this. Here we go. We wanted to make 15, 20 years ago, and it was for any vaccine that we wanted to make. You would say a vaccine from the time you start to the time it's approved to be safe and effective is several years, five, six, seven years. That's unacceptable for now. So what happened is that as soon as we got the sequence of the virus from the Chinese, we pulled it out of the public database and stuck the gene into a vaccine platform and worked on it literally within a day of when it came out. 65 days later, namely two days ago, we gave the first injection to a normal volunteer for a phase one trial to see if it's safe. That's the fastest that's ever been done. That's the good news. The challenging news is that even at that rocket speed, it's going to take a few months to show that the initial safety is okay. Then you go into a phase two trial, which instead of involving 45 people, which we have in the phase one trial, it involves hundreds if not thousands of people. That will take another six to eight months to even know if it works. So at the fastest we can go, it's going to take a year to a year and a half to know if we have a vaccine that we can use. There's another element to safety, and that is if you vaccinate someone and they make an antibody response and then they get exposed and infected, does the response that you induce actually enhance the infection and make it worse? And the only way you'll know that is if you do an extended study, not in a normal volunteer who has no risk of infection, but in people who are out there in a risk situation. This would not be the first time, if it happened, that a vaccine that looked good in initial safety actually made people worse. There was the history of the respiratory syncytial virus vaccine in children, which paradoxically made the children worse. One of the HIV vaccines that we tested several years ago actually made individuals more likely. To get- there you go. One of the HIV vaccines that we tested years ago actually made people more likely to contract HIV. The same thing has happened with COVID. See, the Democrats only want history to repeat itself when it benefits them. Anything else, they try to erase from history so that it can repeat itself, so that it can harm other people. These people are absolute mad scientists, evil, crazy people. There's no way around it other than that. There's no other way to skin that cat, okay? These people are absolutely crazy. And Tony Fauci did all of this on purpose. And I just, if hindsight being 2020. I wish President Trump would have seen what we saw in Dr. Fauci a lot sooner. Now, I know President Trump would say, well, I just called him up there and everything he said to do, I did the opposite of. Yeah, I get that. I get that. And that's fun and that's all fine and that's all grand. However, he had to have seen who this guy really was. He had to have had some people around him, 
ladies and gentlemen, who could have told him who Dr. Burks really was, who Tony the Ratface Fauci really was. Now, I'm not blaming President Trump for any of this. What I'm saying is, hopefully, when President Trump comes back, he does not act the way he did in so many ways when he was the president the first time. I get it. It was his first time. The swamp was around him. I know all of that. I'm not blaming anything on President Trump. Not at all. I'm just hoping that this time he has his ear to the ground as we do, and he's more connected with what we the people already know before he takes advice from Mark Meadows or Kevin McCarthy or anybody else that he had around him. Because this guy right here should have been, he should have been arrested a long time ago. He should have been arrested a long time ago. So do you think, hold on, so do you think all the vaccinated are going to end up with HIV? I hope not. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We know, that there's, we know that it took an HIV strand to make this. Jeremy, take the evening off. I wish I could. I wish I could, guys. I really can't. Jeremy, he knew, but what could have been done? You're talking about Trump? Well, I mean, if you're asking my personal opinion, he could have got him out of there right away. Right away. When he saw that first flip-flop of masks, no masks to masks, he should have been like, what are you talking about? This is the most juvenile, easy thing to understand, and you're flip-flopping on this? Peace. I'd have kicked him and Dr. Burks to the curb the very first time that he flip-flopped on the masks, period. Now, I'm again, please don't take this as me saying President Trump was wrong, this, that, and the other. It was a very hard time. Nobody really knew what to think. I get it. But he should have had at least the understanding that when this top virologist in the world, apparently, told everybody masks do no good, little to any good at all, when you're, when you're talking about a virus like this, he was right. That, that part, Tony Fauci was right. But then when he came back and said, oop, 15 days to slow the spread, wear masks everywhere, right then and there, right then and there, he should have been like, get out. Get out. We didn't, I get it. Nobody understood COVID except for the people who manufactured it. And when President Trump knew before everybody else that it came from Wuhan, he should have connected Tony Fauci's NIH at that point. All of this stuff, regardless of a a worldwide pandemic or not, all of this stuff could have been exposed a lot sooner. Now, I know there's people that are watching this that think I'm bashing Trump. It's not that. It's just a question in my mind as why President Trump did what he did. Now, there might be a reason for exposing him or anything like that. I get it. I'm not saying that there wasn't. All I'm saying is, I probably would have done it a little differently, which is probably why I never become president. (laughs) Anyway, folks, let's move on from that. I just wanted to play that video for you so that we had it on record so that you could screenshot it, screen record it, and have it yourself because that video is being taken down everywhere. Okay? All right, here we go. Let's move on to the next story. Let's go to Canada because, ladies and gentlemen, we already know if you've been watching any of these videos overnight that Justin Trudeau is now hunting down and arresting any of the Freedom Convoy protest organizers. And so far, they've arrested Chris Barber, Benjamin uh, uh, Dichter, and Tamara Litch. All of them have been arrested as of last night, as of yesterday and last night. So let's go to the first arresting 
which is of Chris Barber. He's one of the freedom protest organizers. And again, ladies and gentlemen, taking away people's freedoms, hunting them down, harassing them. This is not North Korea. This is not Russia. This is not Australia. This is our neighbors to the north, folks. This is Canada. Alrighty, well, we'll make the calls, Chris. Call my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll make what the calls. Put social media right away. Yeah, yeah. What is this I have no idea. That's an extra big arrest. That's awesome. Uh, they're just doing their job. Have a good day, guys. Now, you see how polite that guy was? He said they're just doing their job. Yeah, have a no good reason. day, guys. Now, that was a lot more polite than I would have been because, no, they're not doing their job. They're not doing their job. They're actually doing opposite of what their job is. I understand you're trying to keep the peace. But sooner or later, folks, sooner or later, we got to realize we're not playing by the same rules as they're playing by. And you cannot win a war, bloody or non-bloody, weapons or information digital weapons, unless you're playing on the same ball field. And we are not, right now, we are not playing on the same ball field as these tyrants. Now, I want to address something that I saw and, I, and it's okay, this is good to have these con, uh, conversations before we go back and talk about this. Somebody said you're being a little harsh on President Trump, don't you think? Nobody could have known what was going on at that early stage, but maybe after the second flip-flop. And I'm just going to say I respectfully disagree. Because of the absolute craziness of something that is so simple, with Fauci saying, masks do no good when it comes to a virus. The science will tell you, you don't even have to have Fauci tell you, Science will tell you that those surgical masks do zero to, present, to prevent any kind of COVID transmission whatsoever. Zero. Probably negative zero. I mean, it's that bad. And then to go to say everybody needs to be masked up, that right there should have been a massive red flag. Should have been a massive red flag right there. That's why I say it. That's all I say it for. Because of that very simple understanding that everybody in the world already knew. It had nothing to do with coronavirus. Just knew about viruses. You know what I mean? So that's why I say that. Now, let's go back to this. Because freedom a freedom organizer, Tamara Litch, has also been arrested, but she posted two separate videos. I want to show you the first video where she says, I think I'm going to be arrested. I think my meals are going to be two hots and a cot from now on. This is pretty sad, and this is hard to watch, especially when these are just law-abiding citizens who have a grievance against the government and have a right to, sh to uh, protest the government. Check this out. There's a pretty good chance. Well, I think it's inevitable at this point. But uh, I'll probably be going somewhere tomorrow where I'll be getting three square meals a day. <laughs> And that's okay. I, um, I'm okay with that. 
And I want you to know that I am not afraid. That's sad, right? She says There's I, a pretty good chance. She's crying, obviously. But what she says when she says, I want you to know that I'm not afraid, that gave me hope and inspiration. That gave me hope and inspiration. Because that means that she understands that God is on her side and that you can't beat God. Now, even though she understands that God is with her and Jesus is walking with her, the human part of her is still absolutely crushed. Because how could you ever expect your own government to turn tyrant on you that fast? And not only that, not only turn tyrant on you that fast, but have nobody really stand up at the level that we need to stand up. And I know that's harsh to say, and I know that's scary. I get it. I get it. But folks, there's only one way out of this, and that's a rising up. There's only one way out of this, and that is an uprising, period. It's not me calling for violence. It's me calling to take over a tyrannical government. By the Constitution, not only do we have the right, but we have the obligation to remove a tyrannical government. And we the people want them removed. Not a fringe group, but we the people. Now here's the video of Tamara actually being arrested. Bridge, bring that up for you here. Yeah. Oh boy. So you're I'll ask you back up, please. Just back up. Thank you. Thank you. And me. Yeah. Good thing. My name is Sean. I'm not here to rescue Sean. Oh, you will be. It's me. If you're going to take her, you got to take me. You have to. This is Danny Goldberg. Now I want to stop that right there. I want you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take this video back just a few seconds, because I want you to hear what the guy that was standing with her said. He says, "You're here to arrest me too," and he said, "No, we're here only here to arrest her." And he goes, "No, I'm standing here with her. If you're here to arrest her, you're arresting me too." And they said no, and he continued to plead to the police to arrest him too. That kind of stuff inspires me, ladies and gentlemen, because you cannot intimidate us. There's nothing you can throw at us that's going to make us stand down. Not even death itself. Because your death is just out. Your closed door is God opening a door for us to come home. So you cannot intimidate us. You cannot scare us. And it inspired me so much when I heard what that man said. Listen again. I'm going to take it back. Listen to what the man that's with her says. Okay. Let's ask you back. Just back up there. Thank you. Take me Oh, enjoy yourself. We'll see you soon, Tamara. Hold the line. Hold the line. Now listen, the guy follows and says, arrest me. Our Officer, freedom. you got to take me too. Stay back. Okay? I hope we got recordings happening. That's Tamara Lee right there. And I'm Sean. Okay, Danny.
Officer, can I have your name, please? They're just Gestapo. Don't even give their name or badge number. They're just Gestapo. Folks, we need to pray for not only Tamara, but also Chris. They have, they're arresting social media content creators on YouTube. They've got trucks in there now. They're arresting people. None of them for felonies, though. None of them for felonies. All just mischief. I believe one of the conditions of Tamara being released is that she can no longer go back to Ottawa. This is targeting your political opposition 101. Justin Trudeau's loser father did it. Not his real father, of course, Fidel Castro, but his other loser socialist father did it. And the apple does not fall far from the tree. The apple does not fall far from the tree. But the other one is Benjamin uh, uh, Dichter. He also has been arrested. Unbelievable. And folks, I don't want to see bloodshed. I know nobody wants to see bloodshed. Who in the world, in their right mind, would want to see bloodshed? But what do these people think is coming? You know what I mean? You can arrest people today. You can release them tomorrow. But what do these people think are coming? Do they think that Canadians as a whole are just going to say, well, we did our best. Let's go home, eh? Do they think, well, and here's here's a better question for you. Do you think Americans, once we start this convoy down here, are just going to go, thank you for arresting us, see you later? It's not going to get any, it's going to get worse. All because these hungry, power-hungry, tyrannical oppressors want more power and more money. How much more power and more money do you need? You know what I mean? Like, how much is enough? When is it enough power? When is it enough money? When is it enough control? You know, normal people don't think that way, so we can't fathom why they would want any more than they have. But these people that are taking everything, they want more. Unbelievably, they want more. So let's give them everything that they want, huh? Let's give them all the more they want. Let's bring that convoy right to the backyard, drive it right up their rear ends, and give them all the more they want. You want more? We got more. Except it won't only be truckers in the United States of America. It'll be ticked off truckers. It'll be ticked off doctors. It'll be ticked off pilots. It'll be ticked off mama bears and papa bears. And beyond everything else, it'll be one ticked off American red, white, and blue-blooded patriot that says, I don't think so. Why do they want more? Satan. Satan is why they want more. Just like Satan, just like Lucifer wanted God's power, wanted to be above God, wanted to be higher than God, even though he was the most valued angel in heaven, he wanted more. That's how you know these people are evil. That's how you know these people are on the side of Satan and people like us are on the side of God. All you have to do is look at history. All you have to do is look at the history of the Bible, ladies and gentlemen, and you'll understand. 
Nothing will fill that void for them. Nothing will fill that hole and that desire for more power and more money. It will never stop unless you crush them and make it stop. And people like that who are not afraid, like Tamara and Chris and Benjamin and all of those Canadians, they inspire me. So let's ramp it up and do one better here in America, shall we? Matter of fact, well, let's just hold that. Here we go. Let's move on to the next story. Let's talk about a huge win, okay? Let's actually talk about some good news for a change. Another big win for the good guys, Judicial Watch, has finally settled one of their lawsuits against the state of North Carolina, North Kakalaki, concerning their fake and bloated voter roll. This is where Democrats aren't going to be able to steal the election with coronavirus. It's not going to happen. COVID's over. It might still linger, and there might be people like Trudeau that want to keep pushing it, but it's not about COVID. It's about power at this point. COVID, over. People are back to being regular sick. They're going to steal the election through redistricting and the voter rolls, through the ERIC system, which I exposed before anybody. And I'm not doing that to say, give a pat on the back. It's, I'm saying that because we're on the right track to stop these people. We have, the, we have the knowledge and we have the information to be proactive and stop the next steal. And I will drive it home as much as I possibly can. This is a huge win for Judicial Watch. Yesterday, they announced that they settled its lawsuit against North Carolina after North Carolina finally backed down and removed 430,000 inactive names from the voter roll there in North Kakilaki. Let me say that one more time. 430,000 inactive names from the voter rolls. And those are only inactive names. We're not talking about fake names. We're not talking about ghost and dead vote, or well, dead, yes, because they're inactive, but maybe some of the dead voters were actually active. Half a million names were removed from the voter rolls in North Carolina. So a big, big, huge shout out to Tom Fitton and Judicial Watch for keeping that fight going. We need to see more of this. We need to see more of this. I'll just read a quick part of the story for you. The total number of inactive voter registration or, or total number of inactive registrations reported by North Carolina dropped from 1.2 million in 2019 to about 760,000 in 2021 or a 36% drop. 36%. That is that is that is vote swinging right there. That is whether you win or lose. The statewide percentage of inactive registrations dropped from 17% in 2019, which the complaint alleged to be national, uh, the, uh, national outlier, to 10% in 2021, which is close to the median state inactive rate. The number of registrations removed for failure to respond to an address confirmation notice and vote in two consecutive elections has increased from 220,000 for the period reported in 2019 to 590,000 for the period reported in 2021, a 168% increase. So, if they're not going to be able to use COVID to steal the election, what other ways can they use? Well, we still have Dominion. Dominion needs to be completely wiped out, burned to the ground, and never look back. We have the voter rolls that are completely bloated, 
with dead people and active people, people that don't live there anymore, whatever. And we have the redistricting maps and this ERIC system that's part of cleaning the voter rolls in each one of these states that we need to get rid of. And we need to get back to humans actually doing the work. Humans doing the work. Human error is still 10 times better than anything these machines could ever do. And you are juicing up the economy by putting money in people's pockets. So in each one of our states, we have to push our uh, state legislature and our secretary of state's office to be like laser focused on these voter rolls. Laser focused. So big shout out to uh, Tom Fitton at Judicial Watch and his whole team. Oops. Oops, oops, oops. Not the right music. That's the right music. Thank you very much. Smarty Award of the Day, Tom Fitton. Smarty Award of the Day. Now, I want to take you to a tale of two stories here. And we're going to be highlighting Kyle Rittenhouse and... The guy who just tried to, uh, the BLM activist who just tried to kill a mayor, literally murder a mayor. We're going to show you the tale of two stories here. Let me pull up the full screen. Let's get a full screen here. Let's get rid of those lower thirds. Perfect. All right. Show the screen here. Ah, Come on. Get the whole screen up, please. There we go. All right. Let me pop this over for you. All right, check this out. Here is Kyle Rittenhouse and Quint, Quintus Brown. This guy right here, he's a BM, BLM activist who just tried to literally murder a police officer with a gun. This guy right here is Kyle Rittenhouse, who literally is just a blue-collar teenager who tried to protect his community and clean the community up. Okay? Let's take a tale here of two stories. BLM activist, blue-collar teenager, attempted to assassinate a candidate for mayor of Louisville, Kentucky, guarded local businesses in his community from violent riots, released two days later on a $100,000 bail, defended himself from a pedophile and domestic abuser who attacked him, and released from jail two months later on a $2 million bail and put on trial in front of the world. Had his bail uh, crowdfunded, Quintez Brown. Okay, we we can't give give, send, go, or GoFundMe pay uh, money to the truckers, but we can crowdfund for a BLM activist who attempted to murder a mayor. Yeah, that's good. Had bail fund removed by GoFundMe and media docs to people who donated, just like they're doing now. Portrayed by media as a troubled social justice activist. Portrayed by the media as a white supremacist mass murderer. Now, ladies and gentlemen, after seeing all of that, you tell me, after seeing all of that, you tell me where the racism is pointed in this country. Who are the oppressors and who are the ones being oppressed? Who are the racist people and who are the people who are victims of racism? Because right there tells you everything you need to know. Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization who is allowed to burn cities to the ground, kill people, murder, burn, loot, everything you could possibly think of, and they're allowed to be crowdfunded by places like GoFundMe. But Kyle Rittenhouse come along, oh, he's a straight white male in 2022. 
He's the devil. He's the anarchist. He's a Nazi. He's Hitler. Hang him high and kill him. The Democrats scream from the top of their lungs. So next time a coworker, a friend, a family member talks to you about how BLM is out there fighting for the oppressed, show them that. Show them this portion of that video and say, excuse me? Let me hear what kind of stupid excuse you got now. Because the proof is in the pudding. And that's all we work with here on Live from America. So let's go from one scumbag group to another scumbag. And let's talk about Gladbag Hillary Clinton for a second. Because Gladbag Hillary Clinton decided she was going to come out and run her mouth and plead to the people of the United States to not look at the election fraud of 2020 because that's not the problem. The problem is President Donald Trump, not the 30,000 emails, not the Benghazi debacle, which killed Americans. Nope. Nope. Not spying on a candidate, a president-elect or a president. None of that. The problem is Donald Trump. Don't look at the 2020 election. That's a big lie. Don't look. Don't look. I'm ordering you as glad bag Hillary not to look, but to look over here. How desperate does she sound in this video? And we must reject the big lie about the 2020 election and the cover-up of the insurrection of last January 6th. And we can't get distracted, whether it's by the latest culture war nonsense or some new right-wing lie on Fox or Facebook. By the way, they've been coming after me again lately, in case you (laughs) might have noticed. It's funny, the more trouble Trump gets into, the wilder the charges and conspiracy theories about me seem to get. Oh, yeah. Conspiracy theories. The more Trump gets into trouble, the more the lies and the conspiracy about me get. And if you've noticed, they're coming after me again. You got that right, glad bag. We're coming after you hard. You think we, we, think we came after you because of Benghazi and because of 30,000 emails? We're coming after you harder this time. You're not even going to have a chance this time. You see how you're greeted everywhere? Murderer, 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 lock her up, lock her up, hang her high. And by the way, President Trump isn't in any trouble. You're just trying to fabricate trouble, which is January 6th, which is exactly how the Canadian uh, protesters are being treated right now, just like the January 6th. Jeremy, you're killing me putting that on my screen, that witch on my screen, I know. I know, but did you see the desperation? Did you hear the desperation? Don't look at the big lie, which is the fraud of the 2020 election. Look at Trump. He's the bad guy. (laughs) It's not even funny anymore. You just look stupid. You look pathetic. You look weak. You look like an old bag of potatoes. You want to know somebody else who looks pathetic, who looks weak, who looks like an old bag of potatoes? It's going to be um, an employee for Facebook, number one. An employee for Facebook, number one, let's go to this story. Um, Facebook, or Meta, whatever you want to call them, Facebook Meta's manager of community development, Jaron A. Miles, was caught in an amateur child sex sting on YouTube. 
Predator Catchers Indianapolis live streamed their interrogation of him in the hotel room where he was waiting for a young boy to have sex with this boy. Now, if there are any kids watching this, I urge you to get out of the room. This is not something for kids' ears to hear. And if there are any sensitive ears for adults that do not want to hear what I'm about to play, please cover your ears or change the channel now. Because you're going to hear some pretty sick stuff, and you're going to hear some swear words, and you're going to hear some F-bombs. Okay? Now, I, I don't really like playing this kind of stuff, but you need to hear it for what it is and not censored. You need to hear it for what it is and not the censored version. So, again, this is your last warning. This is your disclaimer warning. For the kids who are watching, because I know kids watch this show, parents, please get your kids away from the screen at this moment. Or, if you want to watch the real world, let's go ahead and play it. So you're telling this 13-year-old boy that he makes you horny, correct? Could be perceived as such, yes. Oh, quit the bullshit, bro. I'm sick of your bullshit. I won't have any restraint around you if I'm horny. What does that mean? It means I was flirting, I was talking to him. Throughout all of this, I'll let you know there was never any intention of ever meeting up with him. Okay. Bro. But you did set two meets with him. That I never intended to go to or show up to. But you set it up, to. correct? And I, I gave information, location, and all that stuff. Yes. I mean, how did I find like, you? It's not like I just pulled this out of my ass. It's true. You gave, the, I, you gave the hotel in the hotel room. Right. So you set the meets. So you're okay with talking sexual online as long as you don't meet the children? This is the one time I've done this. The only time. Okay, so you are okay to talk sexual to 13-year-old Corey because you knew in your head that you would not meet up with him. That, that was my rationale. Okay. He asked you what you do. I am the head of global community development for Meta. That's a pretty fucking good job, right? Yes, ma'am. Huge. Right? You make well, good money, right? Um, well, what was the title again? I mean, what is your official title? Manager of Community Development. And you said, make out with you, touch you, suck you. Is that what you said? I did. You said that to a 13-year-old boy? I did. I said my cousin or Uber. He said Uber would be expensive. He said my cousin's rich. He doesn't care. He owes me. He said, ha-ha, that would be crazy. And you're talking to this other boy. Can I see a pic of him? Why do you want to see a pic of him? just want to see what it looks like. Part of the conversation. Hoping, All of this stuff. We were hoping that this 13-year-old somehow got a ride here and somehow got up here. And you weren't going to push it. You weren't going to be like, yeah, I'll come get you, come that. You weren't doing that. Maybe because you're scared to get caught or something. But you were praying, hoping that this boy would show up knocking on your fucking door. That's why you gave him the address. You gave him the room number. Well, let me say, you're a very evil man, okay? You might not remember it, which is bullshit because I know you're fucking lying. But you fucking hurt somebody. Probably more than one person. This isn't your first fucking time. This isn't my first time catching fucking pieces of shit like you. Alright, we're gonna shut it off right there. I, I don't wanna hear the I don't wanna hear the language anymore, and I know that most of you don't wanna hear it anymore either. But folks, 
Just like CNN. Just like CNN. I guarantee you that Facebook, Twitter, MSDNC, I guarantee you that all of these companies have pedophiles within their ranks. I guarantee you that they not only have pedophiles, they also have sexual abusers of, of, of adults too, rapists. They're disgusting people. You can see it in their eyes. Tell me when you look at Anderson Pooper, you don't see something wrong. Tell me when you looked at Don Lemon or Chris Cuomo or Brian Stelter that you would let your kid go with any of these people. You can see the evil in these people. And I guarantee, look at Mark Zuckerberg. Look at when he comes on pretending to be human. I'm eating toast. Look at me, everybody. I'm Mark Zuckerberg eating toast. Do you see that video? You don't think that Mark Zuckerberg isn't out there diddling kids? This is an executive at Facebook, and you think he's the only one? Like I said, drain the swamp means we're coming after every single one of you, and it doesn't only mean politically. It means a holy war as well. It means a holy war as well. Now, before we get to the last little video that's going to make you smile today after all that crap, here's another little story that might make you smile, and you might have seen it on Steve Bannon's War Room before we started the show, but Mike Lindell just dropped off in the last hour three SUVs full of 40,000 affidavits in Georgia at the Capitol House, Capitol Building, pulled up with 50 Patriots, Unloading 40,000 affidavits concerning election fraud. These are sworn affidavits of people who are explaining the election fraud that they experienced and they witnessed on November 3rd of 2020. And Brad Raffensperger did not come down to greet them. Brian Kemp did not come down to greet them. But worst of all, ladies and gentlemen, David Perdue was not there to greet or was not there with Mike Lindell bringing these 40,000 affidavits into the Capitol building to say, here's what the people demand that you do. Investigate the 2020 election for real. Here's 40,000 affidavits, sworn affidavits, that talk about the election theft. And we demand you do something. First Amendment gives you the right to have grievance towards your government and your government to do something about it. Where was David Perdue? Where was David Perdue? Again, this is just another stupid endorsement, I believe, of a rhino candidate who has zero backbone, zero fight. Oh, but we can't win with anybody else. We only can win with somebody like David Perdue or else we're going to split the vote. Why not? Why split the vote? Why not get it behind a real candidate like Candace Taylor? Who cares about Vernon Jones? He was never a real candidate anyway. Who cares about Brian Kemp? He's a loser rhino and the whole state hates him. Who cares about David Perdue? He didn't do anything to fight the last election fraud. You think he was going to be there with Mike Lindell today? Big shout out to Mike Lindell. Big shout out to my pillow. Big shout out to people who are out there fighting this stuff. And for those who aren't, shame on you and you get nada. I'd rather have Brian Kemp in there than David Perdue. I'm not going to lie. 
two birds of the same, two, two sides to, or one side to the same coin. Two sides to the same coin, whatever it is. They're the same. David Perdue is no different than Brian Kemp. I don't care what anybody tells me. And I know I'm going to get messages after this show going, how dare you? David, David Perdue is really good. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's another coward rhino who isn't going to do a damn thing to do anything about the election fraud. He didn't do it when he got cheated. Did he? Did he? He didn't do it when Warnoff beat the brakes off him, did he? Remember that? Remember? Why did Trump endorse him, says Amy? I don't know. Trump's endorsed like five rhinos lately. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Don't know. Probably because the people around him said these are the only people that could win. These are the only people that can win. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's what the people of Georgia want, apparently. Anyway, big shout out to Mike Lindell. One guy that does not care about what people think about him. He's going to continue to fight. I don't enjoy Jeremy's energy lately. Sorry. Sorry. I know people don't like it when I say something bad about people they think are good. I'm sorry. I'm going to call it out here forever. It's always the way the show's been, and it will always be the show, always be the way the show will be. Now, let's go to a video that's actually going to make some people smile, okay? It's always good to see a young American, young child in this country, puts a smile on your face and not have to deal with COVID or any of this other stuff that we deal with all day long every day. I want you to watch this video, this little girl. I found this last night, and it just, was, it just brought a smile to my face. Remind me of my daughter. Uh, check this out. This is funny. I don't do a knuckle sandwich. Why? Because you're not listening and I will give you a knuckle sandwich right now or you're not going to listen. You have to listen to my words and you can't race tomorrow. We can race tomorrow, but if I beat you again, you're going to give me a knuckle sandwich. Yeah. Why? Because I just couldn't. I, I kind of lost you guys. Come here. Run like this and beat me like that. So what's wrong with daddy beating you every once in a while, huh? Because you, did, you didn't listen to my words. I didn't listen to your words. Oh. I just, you just lost. Oh, I just... Hey, Ma. How you gonna get mad because you lost? I'm not mad. Okay. I'm just gonna my shoes off. Okay. Get off, get off of me. Get off of me. She says, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna give you a knuckle sandwich. I'm gonna give what? you a knuckle sandwich for beating me in that race, she said. <laughs> oh, that's always cute. That is cute. Hey, folks, do not forget to check out. The American Strong Business page, there's 315 businesses on there now. 
So no matter what you need, whether it's jewelry, a real estate agent, a landscaper, uh, uh, somebody to mend your clothes, somebody to work on your ju- uh, work on your watches or anything, there's tons of different industries on the American Strong Business page. Check them out. Keep all our money in our own e- ecosystem. If you don't have to shop on Amazon, don't do that. Okay. If you can't shop, if you don't have to shop on Amazon, don't do it. Shop within our own ranks. Also, check out my pillows, my store, and you can use the LFA promo code on either one of them too, including PatriotFoods.com. We're building an ecosystem, and pretty soon we're not going to be able to be touched. So, folks, thank you very much. That's going to end the show for today. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep that chest out, keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'm going to go get some rest so I can get some energy to do tonight's show. And I'll see you at 5 p.m. for more Live from America. God bless you guys. See you later. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'm going to never stop screaming that we first in America.